welcome to Just an Average NFL Podcast with your hosts, Daniel Hayes, Matt Baker, and Terrell Stein. Well, well, welcome in to Just an Average NFL Podcast. <laughs> I am your host, Daniel Hayes, with Matt Baker. That's just me. And no tea money tonight. He is feeling under the weather. 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 But is we did. Right? We did pop one for our our dude. We're going to pour one out into our mouths for our homie. Yes. Yes. And yes, uh, hope that he can get back with us on Wednesday. But he is feeling like doo doo trash. I think was the exact terms of what he said. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, close enough. So, um, um, you know, whatever bug he has, hope he can, he keeps it. It doesn't. Like, Does it come anywhere near me? Yeah. yeah. Although you're you've been battling some stuff today as well. So I like to refer to it as my inside demons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've been releasing a lot of inside demons everywhere. Today. <laughs> if you've been anywhere in Covington and Conyers, you've probably passed my odor somewhere. Uh yeah. So um without getting too explicit, yeah, you're not having a good day either. But no. we will power through. Uh you're not carrying a hundred and whatever fever that i think Terrell said is 103 yeah, so a, yet anyway mm-mm. so but no fever, uh just um less cowbell yeah yeah <laughs> um we are uh how was your uh fantasy week going? absolute shit <laughs> everything was shit this week if you listen to anything i said it was shit and <laughs> except i mean my baker's bottoms didn't do too terrible but yeah all in all, uh, my fantasy was well shit. I'm I'm in position to maybe have one of the best fantasy weeks I've ever had. Now, I, I'm I'm in like nine leagues, and I've won, seven of them. I've won. They're locked in in the bag. I got two more to make it a clean slate. These other two are still up in the air. I'm currently winning. I am projected to win, but uh, there are things that could happen. One is if Garoppolo goes for about thirty, I'll lose. Which is completely possible. So I know that game is still up in the air. And if um, George Kittle goes for about 26, I could lose. Which will probably happen is Garoppolo will be throwing to Kittle all night and they'll both go for exactly that. And exactly take, what it is. I'll take two L's. But, in, in, well, I take that back. There is one league that I've already lost in. <clears throat> so let me rewind. Um, I, I've won in all but one. Uh, and the one that I'm losing in, I was uh, I was undefeated. So I can take an L. I just don't want to take many more, but I'm the me. exact opposite. Break, I, am, bring I got my humble one, brag. <laughs> I got one that I might win as long as Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup don't have the matchup of their life. I, yeah. Other than that, yeah, there is no hope whatsoever. You're, you're up by I think 72, and 62, they yeah, 62, and they have uh, Stafford and, and Cooper Cup, and which is completely within the oh, realm yeah. of possibilities no, if they go nuclear tonight if it's anything thankfully like for you the league. 49ers have a top-notch defense that's so. yeah that's what i'm kind of because here's what's gonna stand here, them up. look here's the deal if they go nuclear and you end up losing then i'm gonna end up losing because it's gonna be it's a, gonna require garoppolo game, yeah. and kittle to go nuclear so to you need up. me to win that's all yeah, that's what i'm getting yeah. out of this is you need, need me to win. i need that 49ers defense to shut down the rams Yes. And we can all just move on and be happy and with our be, lives. it could be whoever their running back is this week yeah. kind of game. Well, speaking of going on with our lives and running backs, there is a running back that is not going to be able to go on this season because they tore their ACL. 
and I don't have sad music or I would play it. <laughs> no, I don't want to. I don't want to do the cartoon. <laughs> but Javonta Williams uh, tore his ACL, uh, and you know you hate to see it. He's a you know uh, young up and coming back, a huge dynasty prospect. People are after him, and and people including Mr. Baker here made a lot of moves to to get this guy on their teams everywhere. Yeah, and everywhere. uh this this is this hurts. And uh so uh on top of that Melvin Gordon's also limited, so it may be time for Mike Boone to to get here some Here comes the Boone. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll talk more about him later, but um yeah, I just I hate this you don't ever want to see it for for whatever reason. The injuries that's one thing about fantasy you know i mean fantasy aside obviously the player don't give two shits about fantasy but that's what we are we're a fantasy podcast so we're gonna talk about it gives a lot of shits about fantasy but i'm just (laughs) you know these guys when they get injured the last thing they care about is if they've hurt our fantasy team so i don't want to make it seem as though oh my god this guy hurt my fantasy team but we're fantasy podcasts definitely hate to see the young man have to get carted off and in in his uh sophomore season in the NFL and hope that he can get healthy, get back out there and dominate next year. But we do talk about fantasy and it is going to hurt a lot of fantasy teams. So we will be talking about where you can pivot and what some options are there. Um, uh, let's see. Jonathan Taylor, another big fantasy name, um, has an ankle. I, you can't call him a big fantasy name right now. Not it's, right now. It's been terrible. <laughs> but the he's, last, he's last dealing with a, oh man. The lovely Amber Baker just brought us some cake, and now we get to do the podcast while staring at this deliciousness. <laughs> yeah. uh, You're staring. Yeah. <laughs> so Jonathan Taylor's got an ankle thing. It's it's looking it like based off of reports we're hearing that he it's nothing serious. He you know is the chances are he will be able to play Thursday. It's not locked in yet. Obviously, we're going to see how practice goes and how he feels. So. You know, keep your eye on that. But thankfully, all tests have come back that it's not anything major. It's not a high ankle sprain that I've heard, which we know that that's a, like a four to six week thing, especially for running backs. Yep. But um, so we'll have to, you know, monitor that if you have him. Uh, Rashad Bateman's got a midfoot injury. Um, so again, it's something else you need to monitor. Jahan Dotson out one to two weeks with a with a hammy, pulled his hamstring. Um, also, Brian Robinson for the same team coming back. He, he's been medically cleared. So they have, I think, 14 days to activate him and get him back out there, or they have to move him to back on to a, the IR or something. Yeah, down to practice squad. Or but he's been medically like cleared, so, you know, which is incredible after what he experienced and what he went through. This dude wants to get back out there. He's been working towards it the entire time. So. Yes. Oh, God, the whole saga in Miami with Tua and his concussions and what's going on down there. He is definitely going to be out this week, according to Coach uh, McDaniel. So, you know, I I hope that now their focus is in the right place, that they're going to start trying to make sure that the players are, you know, being taken care of the right way. The the, uh, independent doctor – who was in charge of it on not the last game, but the game before when he was stumbling on the field in like eight minutes of real time, not game time, eight minutes of real time, he was back out on the field after yeah. almost falling down twice. But that doctor has been fired. Apparently there were – the protocols weren't were in place but weren't used properly when diagnosing him. And so um, – and there's definitely going to be some changes there that the uh, – there's already changes, protocol changes and things coming from – that incident, 
Um, there was another incident of somebody, a tight end, who got uh, concussed who's going to probably miss uh, at least a week. But he was sent back out and then taken back out of the game. And, I, God, I just saw it when I was going through, and I can't remember. But I do know it was a tight end. It wasn't Conklin. But either way, so we have that instance as well. So, you know, now that's going to be under a microscope. Yeah. Um, you know, we just kind of been going with – Oh, this guy's in the concussion protocol. This guy's this. This guy's that. Now, everything's under a microscope. It could become a multi-week injury kind of deal or injury designation instead of this. Oh, he might be back in four days. You know, six days. Because it's it's very bad optics for the NFL. And and look, at the end of the day, what we can understand is the NFL care more about optics than they do about anything else. Yeah. And the only way we're going to make them care about these players more than anything is to hold their feet to the fire as fans and 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 say hey we love our players and we want to see our teams win but we also don't want to see guys you know having to deal with the things that players have been dealing with for years potential long-term damage i mean you know yeah exactly i mean you know if you just want to know what cte can do just do a quick google search on junior seau and see how that man's uh ended his life after in in and what they discovered with his brain after they went in and uh, after his death. So, it, it, you know, CT is real, concussions are real, and we understand that football is a violent game. We make no mis- bones about that. And I don't think the players make any bones about that, but they do need to be better now that they know what the causes are and at least make a concerted effort to try to curb some of that. So hopefully this gets it back on track with that, with Tua. And I just hate that Tua had to suffer two concussions in such a short period of time. Yeah, hopefully his health, number one, is okay. He can pull through. Everything goes right. good with it. I mean, I, I haven't read anything, like, extremely negative to the fact, except for, yeah. you know, you, you don't want two potential head injuries this kind of no. close to one and, another. And you're so. very susceptible. I think within, within a short period of time, you're like 80% more susceptible. So if he did yeah. have a concussion on a Sunday and then played on a Thursday, he, he's within that 80%. Uh, range of being more susceptible to another one, and then he got slammed to the ground, and it was a it's, horrific scene. Yeah, it's a, uh, it, thankfully, it, he was released from the hospital. He was able to fly back with the team, and in, by all accounts, is doing very well. But we'll have to see how that goes. But either way, he is definitely going to be out this week. Yes. Um, Traylon Burks is, is dealing with turf toe. It's not going to require surgery, but that's going to be a lingering thing. If anybody knows anything about turf toe, it's not something that just goes away. So... Um, Cordero Patterson has been put on the IR, so he will be out at least four weeks with a knee issue. And we'll talk more about some options for him later. Uh, Jameson Crowder broke his ankle. He is done for the season. Because um, Isaiah McKenzie stock. Yep. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie is uh, is looking. And even uh, Shakir, the rookie, yeah. possibly for some deeper leagues. Um, Brian Hoyer is dealing with a head injury. Um, haven't heard anything as of yet, whether he is in the protocol or, or what's going on with him. Um, so we're not sure what his availability is going to be next week. So we'll have to look. But uh, Bailey Zappi didn't look terrible out there, um, especially coming in not expecting to have to play. So we'll see how that works out. And speaking of not expecting to play but is now playing, Kenny Pickett has been named the starter for the Steelers, which I think we kind of all expected at some point for it to happen, Yeah. especially if the Steelers didn't win now. Uh, had the biscuit come out and got a couple dubs and they were looking like a potential team that was going to roll, then, you know, that was the only way he was really going to save his job. And he didn't look too great. Their offense hasn't looked real great. And so, 
You know, it's one of those, hey, we'll see what we got with this rookie. Yeah, I think he come out and fired up the offense and made yeah. it, you know, made it out a little bit. He better, rushed so. for a couple, but he also, you know, turned over a couple and they ended up losing that game. Uh, but that's what you're going to take with a rookie. So I think oh, yeah. this week, one thing I'll tell you, Mike Tomlin will get your guy, get his guys ready to play um, and compete. So we'll see what uh, what he can do. But uh, other than that, any injuries or things went on news that uh, maybe I've glossed over or missed? Um, no, I mean, the only thing I can think of is, um, you know, DK Metcalf got carted off the field. Yeah, I was going to mention that <laughs> later, but yeah. Uh, old DK, uh, we didn't know, watching that game, nobody knew what was going on. They're like, hey, DK got carted off the field. And I got like, the notification, yeah, and I'm the, like, oh, shit. Yeah, it, 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 even in the game, they were going back, looking at replays, trying to figure out where did he get, how did he get hurt? And uh, and uh, they then he's back out there, and apparently – he uh he had the old bubble guts. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he uh he had to go he had to go pinch one off and uh there was a tweet to the effect of him getting carted off uh, to go to the bathroom and to his credit unlike Lamar who who tried <laughs> to deny it and say it wasn't a thing um, he owned up to it. He was like, "Yeah, man, that uh, the clinch walk wasn't going to cut it. <laughs> wasn't going to get me there." <laughs> and I can tell you, DK, I, I I salute you, man, because there's been a few times in my life where I wish I could call a cart to take I'm me. Tell you, all day today, <laughs> yeah. all day today, I've been in that same boat. <laughs> yeah, if you could have just radioed in and say, "Hey, I need you to cart me off the field yeah. right now. <laughs> Come get me now. <laughs> get me to a toilet." So, uh, you I, know, was, uh, I, that's hilarious. So that's that was, that was well played by DK, though. I was reading, that up up to it. I was reading one of the article things and everybody comments on it and everybody and somebody said oh duke metcalf yeah duke metcalf i actually had him wrote down god i love that it's freaking hilarious but Uh, yeah glad it wasn't anything serious or anything you know because i was like oh man lost dk metcalf getting caught off the field's a big deal yeah well obviously we're a big dk house here he's a beautiful man definitely oh yeah (laughs) so uh we're gonna roll from that into everybody's favorite segment of fuck that guy That boo was so long, I had enough time to eat the entire slice. That's of what cake. I was saying. I just finished mine too. Like <laughs> shoved it all in my face. Uh, but uh, yeah. So I'll kick it off with a little bit of uh, fuck that guy, and uh, I'm 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 going off a little bit of a rant. Okay. So, uh, Carolina Panthers, mm. your offense is quite possibly the worst offense I've ever seen in my all my years of watching football. And I thought last year's Carolina Panthers offense was the worst offense I'd seen in all my years of watching football. But no, no, no. Yeah, Just when I didn't think you could get worse, you go and hire a shit offensive coordinator who I told y'all at the beginning of the season, Ben McAdoo's trash, and he's proven my point. Yep. Their, their offense is RPO-based is what they keep saying. It's RPOs. It's all about RPOs. Well, here's an idea. How about you quit giving Baker the decision to run pass run or pass and just tell him what you want because he keeps throwing the ball they ran the ball last last week they ran the ball twice in the second half and then no more that was it wow two times they're 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 it's one of those things they have here they have the they have the bottom they're bottom of the league in almost every single offensive category they're they're in the 30s the high 20s and and it's like Oh well, we suck at running, but our passing's good. Nope, you rank thirty first in passing. Yeah, you rank thirtieth in rushing, or some crazy shit. And you're gonna be that low if you're not even attempting it. Yeah, and, and, I mean, and, and yeah, it 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 astounds me that you have one of the premier running backs in the NFL, one of the premier 
wide receivers in the NFL. Uh, an O-line that's not great, but not bad. They're not horrendous. Yeah. Um, Robbie Anderson can be a decent receiver. Uh, Baker Mayfield has shown in the past to be an okay quarterback, which clearly he's not anymore. But it's you, you're so inept. The ineptitude of the Carolina Panthers offense is like any nothing I've ever seen. I can't even fathom how an offense can be that bad. They're getting killed in time of possession. This year they have ran – Almost half as many plays as their opponents on offense. Wow! 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 wow half. Wow. You're talking like 174 in, in in the their opposing teams combined for the first four games are over 300. That's that's insane. In the third quarter, they ran. They I think they ran a total of four plays for the, or, or, or or they only had the ball for like two minutes or something for the entire quarter that, last week. Yeah. Our, yeah. This past game, <clears throat> I sense. cannot even. And, and so it's at the point now, I've quit watching them. I quit watching them before last week, and then they won. And I'm like, I didn't buy it because I still went back and looked at that game, and I'm like, yeah, y'all got lucky on some defensive turnovers and yeah. scores and stuff. And then they got lucky this week on a defensive turnover and score, and it, it and then they still shit the game away. Mm-hmm. The, their passing game's bad. Their rushing game's bad. Their coaching is bad. And here's the thing. The whole point of a coaching staff, in any level of sport, whether you're talking the littlest of littles to the proest of pros, the entire job of a coaching staff is to put their players in the best position to succeed. That is their single job. Mm-hmm. This coaching staff, this offensive and head coaching staff, cannot and have not in the entire time that freaking Matt Rule has been head coach of the Panthers – they have never put their offensive team in position to succeed, the best position to succeed. They have sometimes succeeded despite the coaching, but they have very, very rarely in the three years that he's been the head coach there succeeded because of coaching. And the one common denominator that has been there, despite all the offensive coordinators, position coaches that have been hired and fired, is Matt Rule as head coach. And by all accounts, he is a great dude. And his players love him, but he blows total fucking ass as a <laughs> head coach. And I'm tired of it. I'm tired of seeing his face on the sidelines. I'm tired of hearing his bullshit in the press conferences. It's time for him to get the fuck out of Carolina and quit ruining my team because I'm tired. I, I can't. I can't deal with it. They, they carried the ball 11 times this last week. Yeah. Total. Yeah. That's everybody eight eight on the times team. in the first half and two. Uh, uh, yeah. Total in the whole game. Yeah. That's, I don't. I could tell you make 10 running backs sense. that carry twice that this week. Yeah, you know, it like, doesn't just, make sense. And, and How do you have an RPO if you're not even carrying the ball? You're well, not running and, and they keep saying, every time it's brought up to them in, in, in press conferences, they keep saying, well, it's an R- A lot of those plays are RPOs. So, uh, you know, Baker decided that, you know, he, he, wanted, he, he read it as a pass or whatever. And it's like, but without, you keep telling us the same bullshit yeah. every week and you keep running the same bullshit every week. You're not coaching. You're not doing your job as a coach. At some point, if I have a, a quarterback who is sucking as passer, who can't get the passing game going, he's getting balls batted down. He had eleven. He's had eleven balls batted down. Yeah. This season, he had five of them in that game. Five so batted balls. Crazy man. And it's and, and and so you got a quarterback who can't get the ball past his freaking O lineman. Yeah. And you got O linemen who aren't hitting defensive linemen in the chest to get their hands down. So. You got to do something. 
And and if you're not going to make the changes, and we're going to keep dealing with this every single week, then why the fuck are we paying you? Why are you out there? Why are we paying to go to these games? Why are we giving our time and energy? I don't understand. And it's going to get to a point where the the fans are going to quit showing up. And they're mm-hmm. going to quit getting there. And Baker, with his dumbass comments, where he he was asked about the booing, and he said he said something about, well, I don't care about the booing. It's about the guys in the locker room, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, when we win, it'll be about the guys in the locker room. Well, here's a fucking newsflash, Baker. You ain't winning. Nope. Not playing like this. You're not going to win. You're just going to keep losing, and you're going to keep booing, and you're going to keep blowing ass. And the people who are booing are the ones that allow you to get paid what you get paid. And they're seeing the shit that you're doing out there. Yeah, I mean, these are the ones that are literally paying your bills, right? And see you. You're sitting here talking about, oh, we don't, you know, the the the, boo, the people who boo don't matter. The people who boo are the ones that that uh, attribute you the the uh, the 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 opportunity to go out there and play a game exactly. on a field every Sunday. And if you don't give a shit what they think, then you know maybe you need to find something else to do with your life. Yeah, exactly. Because playing football, it ain't it. And I'm at the point now, it's like, fuck it, put Sam Darnold back in because not that I think Darnold's better, but we're paying him more. So at least go out there and try to get our money's worth out of him. And one thing I'll tell you about Darnold is he ain't going to get all chippy and bullshit and try to talk about how he don't give a fuck about the fans. Well, he made made, um, DJ Moore still a thousand-yard receiver by the end of it. Right. At this pace, Baker's not going to do that for DJ Moore. No, and I hate hate that uh, Matt Corral got got injured because it – if he was still healthy, I would just like play him. Figure yeah. out if we got a future with something because I was I'm, I want to play for draft picks. Fire the whole coaching staff except for the defensive. Defense is amazing. We're wasting a great defense yeah. that they've built for three years. It's, it's a yeah. really good defense. Yeah, yeah. it's one of the top defenses, defenses, and they're just shitting all over it. Yep. And so it's like fire all the the head coach and all the offense. Let's throw in some interim bullshit and go out there and let's lose games and get draft picks because at this point, it's there's nothing worth playing for. There's no way. There's 0% chance, in my estimation, that all of a sudden this is going to turn around. Yeah, no, it's not. It's so inept. It's like all of a sudden, what, you're going to realize how inept you are and change? No, these people have been doing this for years. Ben McAdoo has sucked ass for years. Yeah. He's not all of a sudden going to wake up tomorrow and become a good offensive coordinator. He was okay before he became a head coach. And then as a head coach, he was trash. And now he's trash again. And here we are. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so I'm, I'm just tired of it. So anyway, to the entire Carolina Panthers offense, front office, and ownership group. Everybody I wanna, except the defense. Except for the defensive coordinator and defensive players. Yes. I want to say, and, and some special teams players, I just want to say to you guys, fuck, fuck those, those guys. guys. And I fucking mean it this time. I guess since you're going to throw a whole team out there, I'm going to go with a close to whole team. How's that sound? That sounds great. How about I go with um, uh, Trevor Lawrence, James Robinson, and Travis Etienne. Okay. Uh, Like, it's been increasingly better through the last upcoming weeks this season. It's been exponentially better than last season. Oh, yeah. And growingly better this season. And I do – trust me, I understand it was raining – the field was wet. The ball was wet. I understand that's a, tip, a difficult situation. But to me, if it's a rain game, your running back should be the reason – should be the ones that get you through the game. Right. Not Trevor Lawrence dropping the ball every time it's in his hands, putting it on the ground. Not, not How using How many fumbles did backs. he have? He had four fumbles. How many fumbles did he lose, though? All of them. <laughs> All four of them. He straight coughed it up four times, and he threw – which you know, I give him, he he was the most intercepted quarterback last year, 
And I'm I'm not going to write up uh, one interception I don't care about, two interceptions, whatever. But you fumbled the ball fucking four times, dude. Come on. It's wet. Yeah. You already knew. After the first fumble, you're like, okay, wet make hands slippery. Come on. Get things together. <laughs> figure it out. You can hold Wait, the ball in. you doing your Russian accent again? That was it right there. You heard it. It was the, my caveman Russian whatever it turns into. I just – I just feel that I, – look, I sat Russell Wilson, who absolutely hamburgered this week for you because you were doing so well. You, you your, your passing was on point. You weren't throwing the ball to the defense as often. Everything looked good. And a little bit of rain turns you into fucking Baker Mayfield? I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> what shit is this? I mean, shit, quarterback, just add water? I don't know that I can trust you anymore. I mean, at that at that point, it's like – I've been praising you and talking high and going, look, the Jacks look good this season. Their defense is really good. Their offense is coming together. And then you go out there and do that. I mean, I don't know. And like I said, you think on a rain game, your running backs are going to get the bulk of the carry, bulk of the work. And that was not the case at all. So for me, and I'm sure there's a lot of other fantasy owners out there that are ill with how well James Robinson's been doing and didn't do, and how well yeah. Trevor Lawrence has been doing and has didn't do. Yeah. So from all of us, I'm sure, and directly to you. Yeah. Fuck, fuck those, those guys. guys. Well, I'm gonna um, not as much vitriol in this uh, next couple, but I'm gonna throw some wide receivers out there. Okay. So I got Michael Pittman Jr. Yeah. The one. For the Colts, the, the one that with that, that everybody's touted is going to be his breakout. He's going to go out there. He's going to ball out. He's going to monster. He's going to do all these great things. He was targeted enough to do that. He didn't catch enough to do that. Yeah. Uh, Devonta Smith had had a great week a couple weeks ago. We're talking about oh snap, last week starting to get into a groove with his with his dude hurts and that offense is rolling. It's like oh no, we're going to send him right back to the witness protection uh, place that we found him at before. Yep. Uh, Rashad Bateman, bruh. If you ain't catching long touchdowns, you ain't worth shit. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. But hey, if Rashad Bateman didn't catch any passes, that must have meant Mark Andrews had a good week. Uh, hey, newsflash, he didn't fucking have a good oh, week. Man. Yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, it, it, it was bad all around. So Mark Andrews, Rashad Bateman, Devonta Smith, Michael Pittman Jr., I just want to say to you, because I had shares – except for Andrews, of just about all of you in some places. I have Andrews. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to lift up to you. For those of you, you shit on their fantasy teams this week. Fuck those guys. Okay, so I'll go with another little group here. How about we take and we pick up uh, Marcus Mariota, who was, we said on a previous podcast, had a solid floor. Yeah. And um, Y'all said, but we'll talk more about yeah. Marcus here in a minute. Drake London, who has been doing decent for been the wide receiver, receiver one. He's been the receiver one. And uh, slowly becoming unmentionable, yeah. uh, Mr. Kyle Pitts. I mean, I understand. Kyle Pitts. Is he, does he still play for the He's, Falcons? Apparently, but they're not worried about winning games. Or they're not worried about fantasy. The, they're worried about winning games. Well, and they did win the game. They won the game. Oh, so week. it finally worked out for them. Uh, finally. <laughs> I, I don't get it. It was, it was just an all-around it, – it was a ground game. Yeah. I mean, honestly. It had to be. So that's what won them the game yeah. by three points. But either still – um, yeah, Marcus Mariota went out there and doo-dooed on most of the field. <laughs> 3.86 points. 7 for 19 for 139 yeah. yards and interception. No touchdowns. Yeah. 
just garbage numbers. And freaking Kyle Pitts had one reception for, for 25 yards out of four targets. And Drake London, he had two receptions out of seven targets for 17 yards. Just garbage. Yeah. Like you can't – That was that was like a – that was a trifecta of doo-dooing on the field. It was straight doo-doo on the field, yes. <laughs> so, to Marcus Mariota, to Kyle Pitts, and to Drake London, fuck, fuck those, those guys. guys. Well, I got a couple more wide receivers I want to throw out. It was not a good week for wide receivers because most of mine were from the wideout pool. Uh, Gabe Davis, what the fuck mm. happened after week one? I know you got hurt for a minute and all that, but but like, did did you did you piss in Josh Allen's cornflakes or something? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, don't I was, know I was what like, that is. I don't know what happened, but he doesn't like you anymore. Um, and uh, Chase Claypool, hey, bro, I thought you was a top three receiver in the league, right? Isn't that what you told us? Then you tell us all you were a top three receiver top in the three. league. Mm. Well, you you, uh, you I don't even know if you're a bottom three receiver. Like, <laughs> you, <laughs> just, just you might be a it. bottom one receiver in the league uh, based off of last week. Yeah, no. It's, and uh, so uh, to Gabe Davis and Chase Claypool, two wide receiver extraordinaires who are blowing ass, fuck, fuck those guys. guys. And I guess I'll mix a little bit up here. How about I go with – um. <laughs> um Oh, I'm looking at the wrong list. Here you go. How about we do uh, Darren Waller and Deontay Johnson, a, a, uh, a similar Steeler. Oh, you bring in Deontay. Oh, 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 the whole Steeler wide receiver core. Apparently, the whole Steeler wide receiver core, except for somebody we'll talk about later. Okay, but <laughs> yes, Deontay Johnson supposed to be the one and yeah. followed closely beside the top third receiver in the league. Supposed to be the the targeted monster, right? and just. I, Apparently, you need Roethlisberger back in order to be relevant in this game. And that game. sounds bad. It is bad. Yeah. I mean, you're the only person in football that needs Roethlisberger back. And then, I feel like Roethlisberger, when he left, he still took advantage of them. <laughs> by leaving. By leaving. Yeah, yeah he yeah. took away yeah. all the receiver yeah. talent. So they didn't so. have any choice in the matter. And we all know that Roethlisberger loves not giving people a choice. Oh, yeah, no options. Yeah, no options. And so he decided to retire – and when he retired, they're just like, hey, we didn't consent to this. And he's yep. like, hey, welcome to he's a lot like, of people I know's life. That's the life. way I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, and, and then on the other I – mean, Darren Waller. I mean, this was projected to be a high-scoring game. Renfro wasn't there again. Renfro wasn't there again, and it just – man, it was sadly disappointing. And they got that dub. Yeah. Everybody was excited about, you know, the amount of targets that could go around. And apparently Waller – didn't get enough no, of it. To, was, it was the Devonta Adams show. It was again yeah. for you know again, but so for me and Daniel here yes. to uh, Darren Waller and Deontay Johnson. Yes, fuck, fuck those, those guys. guys. Well, I'm going to close out my list with a wide receiver and a tight end who used to be teammates. Oh, so uh, Amari Cooper, you're you. Used to be a solid play. Like you, you're like, hey, one thing you, you can guarantee, Mari Cooper's not going to goose you, right? And uh, I, I don't think he goosed me. No, he goosed you. Oh it yeah, was, he uh, did. He goosed you. Anything under two Guess points what? is a goose, man. I he goosed care. you. <laughs> and he then, definitely did. Speaking of getting goosed, and I want to add a caveat to this. I don't know how much of his injury played into this, or if he left early because I didn't watch the whole game. But if Dalton Schultz played the whole game. He deserves this. 
because you did goose. You had three targets, zero catches for zero yards. Uh, and so you blew booty hole. Booty hole. Shitting all over the field. You played 90% of the snaps. Okay, so yeah, definitely yep. on the list. Uh, yes. So, so uh, for Dalton Schultz and Amari Cooper, who used to be teammates, thank God but they're not on the same team, goosing everybody. That would have been bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I just want to say to you guys, uh, fuck, fuck those, those guys. guys. And I guess I was going to, I got like three people left. I was going to try to wrap them up, but they don't fit together. So I'm going to give you one more person to, to okay. fuck that guy after. We're going to do it together okay. in this last one. All right. Um, but I'm going to do this one real quick, mine, and then we're going to do the last guy together. Okay. So first of all, Carson Wentz um, yeah. with the foot fantasy or the fucking football the, fan. Did you say the foot fantasy? Nah, Wait whatever it is. What's <laughs> going on with Carson Wentz again? <laughs> Carson Wentz and the, the football manders and... Frickin' oh, Terry yeah, the McLaurin footy, football and the Manders. Fanny, Fanny. The, the, the We're going to Mc... have to stop for a second because I'm so mad. <laughs> Wait, a Wait a minute. Are you the having Fanny a stroke McFootball over there? Manners. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, I just I, – I don't know. You went – Carson Wentz had such a big first part of the season. Look, first you can two always weeks. guarantee Carson Wentz is going to let you down. He came right back to just garbage can. We knew where he was and we thought something had changed and something was going good. Well, no, 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 no. Don't say we. Well, okay. People did. I'm not speaking as me and you. I'm saying we as in some people thought it. Yeah. <laughs> Which I did. I, the first two weeks were like, holy shit, this guy's fucking balling. Oh, who's leading the NFL on touchdown passes at one point? And now it's like... And then it's this straight pants shit in Central now. It just straight, straight, Well, the straight, real Carson Wentz, please stand up. And he, he stood did. the fuck up. He stood way up. 25 completions for 170 yards. Woo, Lord. That is garbage. It's still better than Baker Mayfield. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> and then Terry McLaurin. Beginning of the season, we said... He is getting the best quarterback he's had to date, you know, on paper, you know. Yeah. And now I don't know that that's true. I, but I don't I don't know. I, I think thinking maybe Taylor Heineke might still might be have the been best better. quarterback yeah, exactly. he's had on paper. I mean, what we've got out of McLaurin, where we drafted him and everything, 13 week one, 12 week two, 16 week three, which was a decent week, and then three and a half this last week. He's only met his projection once. Yeah. And it's just straight letting us down. This is the last week I'm ever going to put him on here. Yeah. Because it's it's not worth it anymore at this yeah. point. If you're playing him, you, it's because you have it's, to. It's such a shame. Him and him and DJ Moore are very – they have a very similar trajectory exactly. that's going on with what's – now, They're, DJ did have a decent week this week, but – as far as what's going on with them, as far as their talent goes, and the way they're being utilized in shitty offenses, yes, uh, it's 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 they're sad. phenomenal talent, yeah. and they're just God. If, Matt, if one of them away. played for like a McVeigh type offense or on the Lions, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anybody can play on the Lions and put up points, apparently. But yeah, hey, so, the number one offense in the NFL right now, the yeah, Detroit the, Lions. Who would have thunk it, right? Yeah, also, the number thirty-two defense. That's in the it, NFL. You get the best of the worst <laughs> and the worst of the best, right? So, mm-hmm. but yeah, so from me to the Footy McFootball Manders, yeah, uh, yeah, fuck, fuck those, those guys. guys. And last but not least, I think we both need to get on this. Uh, I know you don't have a lot God. of shares of him. I don't. 
But I mean, he is—he was touted coming into the season. He killed me in DFS. I'll it's, say that as the number one running back, he's supposed to be the biggest dude, best yeah. scoring dude. That's guys. what we get for drafting first overall in our home league. And and the curse lives. It's—it's. It's, it changed its ways this year, but the curse still fucking it lives. lives. So much worse though. This yes. is so much this worse. Is way worse. I mean, it's—I like it when they get injured in the first three weeks, and you yeah. know not to play. But yeah, because yeah, injured. this uh, the curse was like, oh, you guys think that them getting injured is the worst possible. Scenario? Oh yeah! No, Wait, no, do you no. see this? Wait, do you see them score single digit points as the number one overall pick? This yeah, time? like it's it's absolutely he 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 straight hamburgered week one. Don't get uh, me wrong, he had thirty one attempts week one. Yeah, for one hundred sixty one yards, and then week two nine attempts. Yeah, for fifty four yards. Week three twenty one attempts for seventy one yards, and then week four. 20 attempts for, for 42, 42 yards. yards before he got hurt. And, 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 and look, he did get hurt, but here's the thing. He had how many attempts before he got hurt? Yeah, 20. Yeah, I mean, he so had more than the, on the, the Carolina Panthers had the whole game. The, the whole twice as many. Three games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so like he's literally. He's had, he had, he's had more attempts in in that game, in, in that other game. Like that and the first yeah, game combined. Then the, the whole no, Carolina. Just pa- the first, because t- 31 attempts in week one. Yeah, the, so he, that's more than the Panthers have had all season. All season, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, but you're looking at it, he's probably averaging less than four yards a carry right now from a number one drafted guy. Oh, yeah. And he's only had one touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, I mean this he is, is definitely not. You're not getting anything on the return for that draft. Pick. This guy is killing you right yes. now if you drafted him yes. in one overall, two overall, yes. even. You know, your your team is crying. So as passionate as I can be about this, <laughs> deep, when it comes to to fantasy, hate. yes, to fantasy. This is all yeah, fantasy. It's all fantasy. We would never like. I before we get in, I just want to say I heard about it again today. If you reach out to these players on social media. Because they hurt your fancy team, yeah. you go after them. You're trash. Please tell you're me your name so you can be on this segment. Fucking garbage can yes. of humanity, and you should be kicked in your balls and punched in the face. That's... Because they don't give a shit about your fantasy team. Nope. Okay, they care about winning games, and your fantasy team to them. I don't care if, if your fantasy league has a million dollar buy-in. That's your own dumbass fault for getting in a league with a million dollar buy-in. Yep. Okay. And so if you reach out to these people and harass them on social media because of your fantasy team, I hope that you get hit in the balls by something very painful at some point. I hope it's thrown by Carson Wentz. <laughs> it's not going to hit a receiver, to, yeah, a receiver to a receiver and hit you directly okay, in the balls. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if, so far, if, if, as long as you're 20 feet from the receiver, you're going to get hit in the balls. <laughs> and that's where you need to stand. It needs to be marked out. Yeah, and I hope, it's, like full, I hope it's full on where the point of – the football like hits right in the the crevice between the, Ooh, the I think sack. if it hits the like the side actually, of it actually if Carson Wentz is throwing ball. it it's sideways uh, I hope it comes in sideways <laughs> and, and just, it hits and it mashes your 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 testicles with the side of the football against the pelvic bone so hard that you your grandchildren like they disappear like in um the 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 Back to the Future. Where they they the, where they blink away and they yeah. come back. They, they, <laughs> yeah, it yes. just lets you know yeah, that it could happen. Yeah, it's, it's like a short circuit. <laughs> yeah, it just goes, and they disappear yeah, yeah, and, and then they, they reappear back. and you're like, yeah, oh shit! Yeah, you're like, God, that that hit so hard, I almost lost my entire lineage. Exactly, everything was going <laughs> downhill. I think if it went like point first into the right side of the right testicle, oh. that way it shoved the testicle into the other testle. Yeah, the and thigh, they became one testicle, and it just was one testicle. Oh, just it was just a big match Ooh. mass of. 
of mashed, mashed like, like testicles. Yeah, like a like when your spaghetti's all knotted up. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I envision. <laughs> but from yeah. us here, just an average NFL podcast yeah so what we want to say <laughs> to these fantasy players oh, to those fantasy players yeah, to all these fantasy players we want to say that oh, yeah, yeah yeah fuck those guys with all the love yes with as much love as possible <laughs> all right we're gonna roll into some toast or roast yeah. <laughs> i don't know i just push buttons that works that works <laughs> Uh, all right, so I'll kick it off with my don'ts. I was out of town. I hit them on the fly. Uh, I was driving, uh, and I knew a couple that I was going to do for sure. Yeah. So uh, the couple I knew I was doing for sure was Kink Cousins and Zach Wilson. Those two, I was 100% like, don't play those fuckers. <laughs> Kink, I, I was just worried because he's going overseas and what I didn't uh, realize was the last time he played overseas, he threw for almost 500 yards and a touchdown. Once I learned that, I was a little scared, but I was like, you know what? It's kink. He's not going to do that again. And I was right because I was thinking, hey, he's going to be overseas. And even though it's not in that primetime slot, it's still going to he's still going to be the only show on in you know on TV. And so it's, in in that kind of sense. It's still kind of a primetime feel. And what we know is is that Kink Cousins in primetime is asshole. Yes. And so uh, that was my feeling. And I was right for the most part. I mean, he he scored 13.92. That is not something you want from your QB. No, but um, I could probably pick 10 other quarterbacks that did worse than that. I mean, if you if, <laughs> if you had to choose between him and Baker Mayfield, I hope you pick Kink. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. 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 I picked Trevor Lawrence instead of Kink and that didn't work out well either. Now the but, next the next one I had on my list was Zach Wilson and I, the reason I I didn't want to go with him is because I just wasn't sure what he was going to be. He's coming back yeah. off injury. The team kind of went down the week before they were Supposed to be playing against a tougher defense, um, which it turned out pretty damn good for them because they went and played the Steelers, and he still put up almost 20 points, put up 19.78. So he made me look like an idiot. And so Zach Wilson went out there and and, uh, was money in the bank. I doubt a lot of y'all were going to play him either way unless you're in two quarterback leagues. But if you had to play him, you were happy about it. Yeah, definitely. And the last one I kind of hit on the fly. It was based off of me thinking they were playing against a bad defense. Now, I will say this, just to be fully transparent. I gave this name based off of what I thought the Cleveland Browns defense was, but then I come to find out later when I had a chance to sit down and really do some research that the Cleveland Browns actually are pretty good for quarterbacks play against and that, you know, Mar- Mariota has had a pretty solid floor this season. And I was almost retracted it on Friday. I was going to say, hey, you know, I was wrong. I didn't do enough research, blah, blah, blah. But I was actually right. And I want to say that I got right more just out of dumb luck than anything. But Marriott only put up 4.86. So I hope you listen to me, even though I wasn't fully prepared to give that answer. And so I probably should have just owned it and rolled with it. But, you know, like I said, I'm probably uh, – people have told me at times I'm honest to a fault. And it's actually hurt me at sometimes. Maybe I should learn how to lie better. One of these days. One of these days. I'm working on it. I'm hanging out with you more. Like, I look up all the really good Baker's Bottom people, and I replace the names in hopes nobody listens the last week. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what we should do. Just to make it sound good. Yeah, exactly. got to sound good. Well, speaking of that, who did you have on your Baker's Bottoms? I picked Craig Reynolds. Oh, wait a minute. Let's do uh, – so I, oh, yeah. I, I, I feel like toast. I should get a toast. We'll Overall toast, toast. Definite toast. Yes. All right. Um, 
I, my bottoms, they're what they are. They're they bottoms. are. Look, they're bottoms. If you're well, pulling Baker's bottoms and playing them, you're you're desperate. Well, I went with Craig Reynolds, and I, hindsight, I should have thought about it a little more because at the, at the point in time we did this, it, you know, D. Swift was questionable, which is why I went with Craig Reynolds. Yeah, and also DJ Chark was questionable. Yeah, um, Amon Ross St. Brown was questionable more than likely. And they not all play. three of them didn't play. And they all three. And you lose two wide receivers. I should have went deeper on the wide receiver side instead of just going a little deeper or on the, the tight end side, running back side. Yeah, or <laughs> should have went Hawkinson all day. But I knew it was going to be a high scoring game, and I figured it really didn't matter who you got involved in the game. It was probably yeah. going to be something was going to happen. So I mean, but if you played him in a double flex league, you weren't. It's not because like, I can tell you, points. Mom played him, and she's going to get a dub this week. He didn't kill her. Yeah, no, he, he didn't. He didn't score as little as um, the quarterback for Dallas, or not quarterback the. Um, tight end for Dallas did. Yeah, zero? Yeah, He zero. scored more than Amari Cooper, too. He scored more than Amari Cooper. I think he scored more than Baker Mayfield, but are uh, close to it. Pretty Probably close to it. He put up 4.9 <laughs> points. Yeah, I think Baker scored like so. six. So. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it really wouldn't have, like, if you had a last-second well, injury. Well, hold on. Uh, we'll look, I want to look up what Baker scored because it's going to become the new line. The new line? Yeah, well, gonna, let's say you had D. It's going to be like the Mendoza line. Let's say you had D. Swift and somebody else already had Jamal Williams and it's like last second you're scrambling. You could have picked him up and played him and not, not lost everything. So, I mean, 4.9 points isn't terrible. But no. it, it's, it's in line for a Baker's bottom. And then my other one um, – Actually, he left the game early, but was kind of in line to probably have a, a pretty decent fantasy matchup or pr- pretty decent fantasy week. Um, I, I said Cameron Bright, the tight end for yeah. He got Bucks. that. That was the tight end I was thinking of. He uh, got he, he had got, the head. He got he got hit. He went out. They examined him or whatever, and he came back out and played a little bit, and then he left and they again. Took him back out again. Yeah, and, and now he's in the concussion protocol. Yeah. So I mean, but at, at that point in time. Like what him playing the game, he had four, he had eight targets, four receptions for thirty-two yards. So he got you five point two points in his time he was in the game. I mean, and then without, if you take the injury away, I mean, he was in line to have a pretty decent game. I mean, he only played thirty-four percent of the snaps and had eight targets in those thirty-four percent. So I mean, you think had he been out there, you know, say sixty, eighty percent, and ended up with ten to twelve targets, he could have got you like eight points or nine right. points. So. In line for good, but still 5.2 is better than if you played Craig Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And now, then my last one hasn't played yet. He plays tonight. Who is it? Um, ben Skronik. The screwed. The, the wide receiver for um, the Rams. He plays tonight. So. Scrode dog. Yes. Oh, Scrote dog. Yeah, Baker scored 7.88 fantasy points. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the Baker That's line. pretty trash. <laughs> pretty trash but yeah that's my other one we'll know right. what he does tonight we'll, well see i mean uh, terrell can when he comes back he can talk about his trends because i don't know that's a lot of math and shit I don't yeah like there's a bunch of math and stuff all right so i'm gonna tr- i'm gonna toast you on that one yeah, i'm gonna toast bad. you on, yeah, your, on your baker bottom. they both scored pretty good i mean yeah. look they and, didn't goose you no and and like i said if you're if you're the whole idea of baker's bottoms is is like like we've talked about a billion times you're if oh, you're yeah. in deep leagues or in double flex leagues and you're just trying to find something then maybe you get lucky. There. So yep. if you don't hit, then it's like, okay, well, it's a fucking he's at the bottom. Yep. So all right, so let's roll into our smash of the week. Um I had Russell Wilson as my smash of the week, and he finally He cooked. Yeah, he cooked. Even though he got that L, he yep. uh he scored twenty six point four eight fancy points, so I feel pretty good about that. So mm-hmm. I'll take it. I'll take that toast That's right here. Definitely toast. Boom. All right. 
Uh, what was Terrell's smash? I don't know. Uh, I think. Oh, I think he said Mike Evans. Well, then he Mike definitely smashed. Smash. Yeah, I like that. yeah. If Mike Evans was Terrell Smash, he nailed it. I think that's it. what he said. Uh, Dan Smash was Russell Wilson. Smash of the week: Mike Evans versus Kansas City. Yep, he, he, nailed, he nailed that. The he, hell out of that. He, he, that's called. Uh, uh, he went Aaron Judge with that one. Yeah, he. That is well above and beyond that. He could not smash anything for the next two weeks and yeah. still be okay. Yeah, he still wins for the next two weeks. Uh, with that. That's what we should do. Uh, we should keep an average score of our smash of, of the how week. How our smashes work yeah, out. Yeah, and see who has the highest smash average. But the problem is is that we play different positional players. But yeah. I don't we'll know. We'll work out something figure maybe. Figure something out. All right. So who was your smash of the week? You don't want to talk about it? Is that well, what you moved on to Turtles? Well, no. He's, mine got smashed out of the whole career. Or not career, but uh, season. So You had Tua? No, I had um, Javante Javante. Williams, oh, okay. So. Yeah, so it does. Uh, can't, he, can't predict that. Yeah. So, I, I mean, he wasn't doing terrible. He had like three and a half, four points before. He went out with his. Yeah, he had uh, no ACL, idea what could so. he could have scored three touchdowns it, in the last game. quarter or something. Yeah, yeah, you know, I don't know, but yeah, it's it's still. All right, well, let's roll into some picks then. All right, well, let's, let's toast Terrell since he's not here. Real quick. Oh, this is definitely yeah. T U T money. Yes, T money. Oh, smash, smash. And uh, I'm assuming on your trends, I think you did go to your. We'll see. What's that say next to his trends? Grab that book again. I didn't see that, or I tried to read it and figure it out. It says uh, well, he, he was given who was trending up and who was trending. Up. So how did Sanders do this last week? Who? Miles Sanders. He he destroyed. Okay, so that was trending up. Josh Jacobs this last week. <laughs> yeah, through the fucking through roof. The fucking roof. He had the and most uh, use snap usage or whatever it, he's it, ever had. He's ever had. Yeah. And then Ramondre Stevenson. I don't. I have no idea. Their their running game. I mean, I think he definitely was. was he was leaning really good. Him, yeah. He did, yeah. But so. based off Terrell, Terrell went straight. Aaron Judge all weekend well, with those. He, he was so what he did was these were his lean towards and then yeah. his lean away from. Who's his lean away? Uh, well, C H actually did a good week. So yeah, Gibson hurt. he leaned away from. That's that was a good, play. good call. And then Elliott right now. He was mediocre. I think he had like 11 yeah. points or yeah, 10 yeah. points or something. It wasn't so, like oh, – he had yeah. a big catch. I definitely would have toasted that. Yeah, that's that's definitely a, a overall big toast. Yeah, so toast yes, again to T-Money. money Yep. Really, the toasting is just a, another opportunity to drink. Drink. Oh, yeah, that's why I opened extra <laughs> beers for it. <laughs> All right, so let's move into the uh, the picks oh, yeah, that we had. So my, first of all, I'll go ahead and tell you, so you two – you, for tonight's game, y'all both picked the Rams, and I have picked the 49ers. Yes. Um, the, my biggest reason for picking the 49ers is two. One, they're at home, and two, Shanahan is 7-3 against McVay. So. All right, so I'll go Rams, and we'll come back to that. So we'll see about that tomorrow. All right, so I'll get my picks real quick. So I had um, I had Dallas beating Washington. Yeah, okay. That's plus 1-1. One, one. Plus 1-1. One, one. And I had Atlanta beating Cleveland. It's plus another 1-1. One, one. And then that was all the picks I had. I didn't pick any other. You didn't pick any others? No, I just only picked two. You weren't here, so I think yeah. I picked them for you. So oh. you got a couple <laughs> minus 1-1s. One, uh, yeah, I had Vegas. <laughs> beat, I, I had the Broncos beating Vegas. That, wah, wah, hold on. Um, I had, well, we're going to give them both. I had Broncos beating Vegas, and I had the Jets beating Pittsburgh. <laughs> Go ahead and keep that button handy. Okay. Because <laughs> I'll go ahead and tell mine, too. So, right. so I went ahead and our, our draft picks and everything. I picked the Chargers to win, which they pulled yeah, one yeah. off. Yeah, I picked the Chiefs to beat. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. I picked the Chiefs to beat. Tampa? Chiefs to beat Tampa. They beat Tampa. the shit out of they Tampa. They beat them. And then I picked um, uh, the Panthers to oh. win. 
And then I picked. Oh, oh, no, that one gets it by itself. Yeah, that one. I could have told you not to make that. Yeah. Well, I I was hoping. You know, I was trying to ride my my um, uh, DFS. uh, Yeah, yeah, your stack. Yeah, but either way, it didn't work out. (laughs) And then I picked the Lions to beat the Seahawks. It was not for lack of trying, though, because that was the highest scoring game of the week. It was fucking insane. If you got players against the Lions, play them. And if you got players on the Lions, play them. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And just all day long, you can't lose. All right, so T-Money had... So I had zero, uh, so that puts me. I'll stay yeah, at plus You threw the four, notebook back so over there, so you're gonna. Have to I got two oh, money right here. Um, so two money had Buffalo, um, and they they, won. Hey, they tried to lose it. They did try to lose the hell yeah. out of it. I thought they, but they, I, I, don't, I don't know. That was depressing. Hey, the Ravens defense were like, "Hey guys, listen, yeah. we suck. You're gonna be fine." Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> we're, we're gonna let you get through this. Yes. <laughs> uh, then they picked Green Bay to win, which yep, that was did. kind of a scary game too, a little bit. It was kind of. A little Aaron yeah. Aaron Rodgers looked like he was getting frustrated. Oh, he was. He and, was cussing out his center for yeah. not snapping the ball. <laughs> so, so there was some, there was some, you know, there. But they pulled it out. Um, and then he picked the Eagles to absolutely annihilate Jacksonville, which is what happened. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's plus three. I think three they ones. just scored on him again. Yeah. And then he picked Indianapolis Over to beat the Titans. The Titans. And. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was definite. So he had a uh, three plus ones and one minus one. So which he is actually gained. Him, he gained two plus two ones. Yeah, so he gets plus two ones added to his plus two ones, which brings him to plus four ones. Did we add on the Monday nights already? Where I got the plus one on you guys from last week? Oh no, I haven't added that yet. Uh, what was the Monday night game? It. Um, oh shit! I was out of town. I yeah. picked. I picked the whatever y'all picked. I picked the other side. But did you get it or did we win it? No, actually, I well, wasn't out of town for that. I got it. I know that because it was um, Baker's bottoms. That was when you weren't here, so we picked. We put me and so Dallas beat the Giants. No, the Giants beat Dallas. Me and Terrell had Giants, and you had Dallas. Well, no, no, Dallas won then. Because yeah, me and Terrell had the the Giants oh, well, beating I, Dallas. I know that I got a, I got one on y'all. So I just, but um. Did the Giants win this week? Yes. So that's why they're three and one. So yes, they lost last week. Yes. Because they were two and one. They were yeah, were, they were undefeated going into Monday Night Football. Because this is our. Because me and Terrell picked the Giants and you picked Dallas. Yes. So whoever won that game. I, I got it right here. Yeah, the Cowboys won twenty three sixteen. Okay. So you get so Terrell gets one, minus one one, which will put him at a positive one, and then it's this today will be plus three, so he's at three. Okay. This is for Monday, and then this is Monday. You got plus one, which will put you at plus four. Plus your zero puts you at plus four overall. Yeah. Monday plus four, and then I was at plus four, and I get my minus one will be plus three. Plus my zero gets me at plus three. So, updated scores are Dan is plus four ones, and me and Terrell are both tied for plus three ones. Damn straight. So, we're right there. It's all... All right. It's all right there. Well, I'm going to hit on some... uh, I'm going to hit on some top performers real quick, and then we'll just roll into waivers. So, the quarterback position, coming in at QB1 before the Monday night game, Jared Goff. Number two, Geno Smith. Number three, Russell Wilson finally getting in the mix. Tom Brady climbing back in there. Uh, Daniel Jones at eight. And Zach Wilson 
coming back off injury to be the QB 11 on the week. Running backs, Josh Jacobs. We talked about him having the top most snap, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. He is currently the RB1 on the week. Uh, one of T Money's trends. Uh, number two was Austin Eckler, finally doing what Eckler does. I threw him on there just to give him some love. Number three was Miles Sanders, also in T Money's trends. Number four, finally getting rec- you know, reestablished with the team because I don't know where he went the last few weeks was Rashad <laughs> Penny. Number five, Jamal Williams filling in for Swift. And like I said, if you got them Detroit players, get them in. Number six was some. Just some explosive plays. Damian Pierce had like a 75-yard run in that. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire coming in at number eight. He just keeps being very, very efficient. Lots of touchdowns. Yeah. J.K. Dobbins finally getting in the mix. He's at the RB10 on the week. All right, wide receivers. Number three on the week, T. Higgins. Number five on the week, Jamal Agnew. And what that tells me is that the Zay Jones um, role on that team is very valuable because he was out, and basically Agnew filled in for that. So, you know, if you're looking for somebody to pick up, uh, pick up Zay, and if he's going to be out, grab Agnew. Yep. Number six, I threw him on here just because I give him grief, uh, is C.D. Lamb. He is showing me the last couple weeks, and maybe he is that dude. I'm still skeptical, but he's getting it done right now. Number seven, Duque Metcalf. <laughs> Despite having to go drop a deuce in the game, he still came in at number seven. Number eight, he's just been putting in work all week or all season so far. Marquise Brown, even in a bad offense. Number nine, uh, because of all the injuries, Josh Reynolds showing up for the uh, yeah. Lions. The Lions? <laughs> yeah. Number 10, Corey Davis. He just keeps being in the mix. Like, uh, you know. He's just solid. It's just he's being the Corey Davis we thought we yeah. knew, you know, back in his Titans days. Number twelve, speaking of being solid and in the mix, Brandon Cooks. Back. And number fourteen again, because I've given him grief and called him a bust, Chris Olave. I'm gonna have to retract that apparently. Uh tight ends. Number one, TJ Hawkinson going ham burglar. Uh number two, going ham burglar, Mo Alley Cox. Joe Everett just staying in the mix at number four. Uh, Pat Farmuth just staying right there. Number six, if you got him, he's been solid for you. Number seven, Will Disley just keeps getting tuds from his dude Gino. And number eight, um, Chizuin Okonko for yep. the Titans. I think I got that close to right. That guy, yep. <laughs> so there you go, some top performers this week. And from there, we're going to hit on – some waiver wire ads. So I'll go ahead and roll into what I've got. And and if you got the same, then we can talk about it. Go but, for it. All right. The two that I'm just going to gloss over real quick, Raheem Mostert and Brian Robinson, if they're out there, grab them. But Mostert's owned in 51.7% of leagues and Robinson's owned in 45.7%. So, you know, they may not be available in your leagues, but if they are, snatch them quickly. All right. Some guys that are probably available in your league, you're going to be definitely wanting to put claims in. Tyler Algier for the Falcons with um, Cordero Patterson going on the IR for the next four weeks. Algier looked pretty decent last week. Mm-hmm. He's going to get the opportunity. Damian Williams is still there, but I think he's actually on the IR too. So I don't know who they're going to be. Caleb Hutley. Okay. That's who had, that's who Brent, who had the biggest. Who's that guy? He had the biggest numbers for him this last week outside uh, of Cordero Patterson. I thought Algier uh, had the biggest numbers. Cordero had big numbers, but it, I think this guy Hutley ended up with um, – most of the the bulk of the carries, I'll tell you right here in two seconds. Well, he may be a deeper ad, but Algier, I think it's going to be the guy that's going to get the opportunity first. 
Uh, speaking of getting opportunity, Mike Boone is now going to get some opportunity, especially uh, he's only owned in 0.6% of leagues, uh, especially if um, – Oh, oh my God! The number two, uh, Gordon. God, <laughs> I don't. My brain just sometimes it just does the window shutdown noise and leaves me. So he had ten. Sorry, don't. Just a uh, Caleb yeah. Hutley had ten carries for fifty-six yards and a touchdown. Algier had ten carries for eighty-four yards and one reception for twenty. Yeah. So Algier did bigger work with, but he had the touch. But yeah, Hutley had the. Yeah, just uh, an option out there yeah, too. So I mean, he, they, so they use may, both of them. So yeah, so I, I, I'm, the Hutley guy's definitely going to be available. Yeah, uh, and like I said, Mike Boone's going to be getting some work in, even if Melvin Gordon plays. But right now he's dealing with something, so maybe Mike Boone is going to be the only guy this week. So you want to reach out there and grab him. Um, another one, another speculative ad is Rashad White. I grabbed him this week and threw him on a couple rosters just because they are definitely trying to work him into. Uh, the offense more, and if Fournette does go down, then you're going to have uh, somebody that's going to get it. This last week, he had five catches for 50 yards. They're using him more in the third down sets uh, because he is definitely a better pass catcher than Leonard Fournette. Um, it's hard for a rookie to get playing time with Brady just because of everything he asks his running backs to do, but it seems like he trusts Rashad White more than he's trusted most other rookies he's dealt with. So, you got any uh, some uh, different running backs there? No, just outside of Mike Boone, if um, if Gordon is out, um, Andrew Beck is the guy behind him. Okay, which is a, he's a young running back too. That's you know you don't know nothing about him, but he had a couple carries and didn't look terrible. Um, and like I said, Caleb Putley and I got Rashad White. I also just for in case, but um, Latavius Murray back with the Saints looked like Latavius Murray with the Saints this week. Dude, um, the dude has the uh, the. Fifth most touchdowns? No, he may have the most red zone touchdowns since in the last since he's been in the league. I, I think he he uh, looked, so I heard he some looked, stat. He he's he's somewhere at the top of red zone touchdowns since he's been in the league. Since he's he, been in the league, and he's only been a starter for like two seasons. Yeah. since he's been in the league. He he looked like what we saw out of him with the Saints last time he played with the Saints. What we thought we were going to see out of him last year yeah. with the Ravens and didn't. But he looked. He good. actually looked a little bit like when he played for the Raiders. He's <laughs> yeah. a starter. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's an option. I'm not going to say it, in deeper leagues it's an option because yeah. you know you don't know Mark Ingram's going to be injured. Apparently, right. he and is Kamara, But I will say you know, he can take Mark Ingram's job really oh, easy. easily, really easily. easy. So I mean, even as the the, the second back, Latavius Murray is definitely a, right. a an option. All right. Well, hit me hit me with go. some wide receivers then. What you got? Um, I got Jamal Agnew, which we spoke about earlier. If Zay Jones is gonna injury is gonna linger, Jamal Agnew apparently is a guy that's they use. Um, I'm looking at Josh Reynolds again with injuries. If they got right. Amon Ra and DJ Chart, George Pickens, go get him everywhere. If he's available, he's owned at 38.4%. Get him. I think with with Pickett coming in and taking over, that Pickens is gonna go way up. Yeah. And uh, Alex Pierce. Because apparently he's a guy Alec there. Pierce. Or Alec Pierce, excuse me. Yeah. Apparently he is a guy that Matt Ryan likes. I mean, yeah. he's slowly increasingly more targets, and he's doing a lot with them since he can't connect with Pittman for some reason. Uh, you know, so. Well, I'll add to that. Michael Gallup, you need to go grab him. He's in, owned in 47, 43.7% of leagues. So if he's out there, go grab him. Um, he, he's just a good He's just, just a good wide receiver. He, he's going to make CD look better, too, yes. I think. Um, Isaiah McKenzie. Uh, especially with James Crowder being out. Isaiah McKenzie is only owned at 33.5% of leagues, so go grab him. And if in deeper leagues, the rookie Shakir, I don't know, can't remember his full name, but I am guarantee he's not owned in a lot of leagues. 
So if you really want to take a dart throw, he may start getting incorporated more as well. Um, you just brought him up, George Pickens. And then Corey Davis is only owned in 16% of leagues still. Somehow, and this guy just keeps going out there and doing decent it's numbers. It's so weird. Like, nobody tr- – yeah. like, he's, this, he's the so, Brandon Cooks yeah. of this If year, you're looking for somebody that you can just put in line up and not – he's not going to goose you, he's going to be okay. Corey Davis, he has, doesn't have a ton of upside, but he seems to have a pretty solid floor. So, yeah. um, And then uh, just because he may have been dropped due to injury, if Jacoby Myers is out there, you need to go get him. Um, he's another guy like Corey Davis. He's just going to – he gives you a really solid floor. He's going to get targets and catches every game. He's not going to go score three touchdowns or anything crazy like that, but he's not going to go – I mean, he's going to give you eight to 12 just about every week. So, Yeah. And if you're in a pinch, those guys can really help, you know, you know, dig you out of a hole. So give me a, give me a QB streamer who you're looking to stream this week. Teddy Bridgewater against Cincinnati coming in for Tua – Who's yep. been ruled out and everything, and I mean he's got the weapons. He came he came out there and he put up almost eleven fantasy points in the little under a half a game he played this last week. And I mean we've seen him do big games before. Yeah. And Cincinnati's defense has proven to be hit or miss. So I mean, if you're trying to pick somebody up that you know is going to have every opportunity to do really good for you, I think Teddy Bridgewater right. is a good play. I would say somebody like Golf or Geno Smith, but they're both playing tough defenses this week. Golf's playing at New England and Geno Smith's playing at New Orleans. Um, so, you know, take your chances there if you want to. But what I'm looking at is Tannehill's playing Washington this week. He's only owned a 16.2%. Um, another play, if you really want to get crazy, is whoever's going to be quarterback in New England this week. Uh, anybody who uh, plays against the Lions balls out. Right. And that's who they're playing. And, and I know it's tough to put Hoyer or even Bailey Zappi in your lineup. But, again, it's, it could be one of those where if you're super desperate or if you're in a two-quarterback league and you're just trying to get something going, maybe you just roll the dice on a guy. So, uh, On tight ends, I'm looking at Hayden Hurst at Baltimore. Baltimore's defense is trash. Everybody's having a shootout with them. And so, you know, you just hope that Hayden Hurst can go out there. He's been getting pretty decent target shares. And uh, and so if they can go out there and he can get him a, a few passes, he's only owned a 21.2% of the league. So who are you looking at tight end? Um, one is kind of pending. If, if Andy Dalton's playing – uh, for the Saints, since they're playing against the Seahawks, I'm looking at Jawan Johnson. Yeah. Uh, just because we saw what TJ Hawkinson just did with the Lions against the Seahawks. Yeah. And I think that Andy Dalton, he showed more trust in his tight ends between Jawan Johnson and um, yeah. Al, Al, Al Troutman, whatever. Yeah, Troutman this, this yes. week. They both got similar target shares. But if Winston comes back, I, I'm not as comfortable with Jawan. So I would probably pivot off to Hunter Henry this week. Okay. With since they're going against the Lions, and yeah. you know, no matter who the quarterback is, you know, everybody yes. trusts their tight end. So, yes. and Hunter Henry is a good one. He's pretty solid. So, and he's available like everywhere. I, surprisingly, he's not he's not been a big play this year, but he finished like tenth, I think, last year. So it could, it could work out. Well, hit me with your defense streamer. Saints against the Seahawks. I know Gino just went Hamburglar, but I this is one of those situations yeah. where Gino's Gino going to Gino. Gino. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, he's already done it this season. Exactly. So, so I mean, I, I, it wouldn't surprise me at all if the Saints end up getting three picks and one of those is a, is a pick six, and right. it ends up being you know a seventeen eighteen point week for the Saints, and they're not owned a whole lot of places. So it's it's a, that's my streamer this week. Mine's Jacksonville versus the Texans. They're only owned a six point three percent of the leagues. Jacksonville's a pretty solid defense, and uh, you know if they can go out there and get their stuff together, they can force the Texans to do a lot of passing and maybe pick Davis Mills off. And get some sacks in that in that game. So, 
So how'd your streamers last week do? Did you look into any of that? No. I just I only say this because, I, and I know we don't toast and roast this a whole lot, but I want to kind of toot my horn a little bit because I did, I did say Gino stream for this week, who got you, you know, right around thirty points, and I also picked uh, Disley, who got you somewhere around twelve points, okay. and then I had I put the Eagles or the Panthers depending or depending on who was available. And the Eagles got you 17 if you played them, and the Panthers got you 9 if you played them. So, well, I, mean, I can tell you, I killed it with my quarterback. I said Jared Goff versus Seattle, and he, he was had QB1. Like 30, he had like 34 points yeah, this week. I don't know has, where so. Conklin finished at tight end. Uh, Conk Daddy. I think he only got like 5 points. I, well, I don't know. It might have been like 6 or 7. Well, I might be thinking full point PPR, too, though. Because that's a. Uh, whoop, just lost in that league. Oh, somebody scored? I, I was two points behind in my Yahoo League, and they had Tyler Higby. I can tell you, I hit a home so. run. I said the Giants versus the Bears, and the Giants are the number one defense in the week with oh, 16 nice. points. So, so uh, I know that I, I two out of three ain't bad. Well, Conklin uh, probably didn't do too bad. Conklin scored you 5.2s, tied in 17. So. I mean, as a streamer, though, I mean, it's yeah. still, you know. Yeah, I feel good about that. Two well, out of three. I, yeah, 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 hell yeah. I not bad at Jared, all. So, so go back to yours because I was too busy. I had my... Gino, which was the number yeah, two quarterback yeah. so far. Yeah. And then I had the Eagles, if they were available, and if not, the Panthers. Which the Eagles scored, I think, 17. So I don't know what their – what were they ranked? Uh, the Eagles scored – nope, that's not right. <laughs> So who's your uh, your other your tight Disley? End? Okay, Disley was my tight end. I don't know why it does this. All right. Yeah, you had so the Eagles had fifteen. So that was a good call, and the Panthers had nine. So either one yeah, of them so would have been one great. Of them worked out well for you. And then Disley obviously was amazing. He picked yeah, yeah, touchdowns. So. Yeah, yep. So yeah, you knocked it out of the park. So we so both did a toast to both toast of us. on that. Hell I don't yeah. know. Grab Charles' book. Let's, Let's see hit what his, his is. real quick. Uh, we got so we, we can uh, roast him if he. He was terrible. Yeah, I'm, that's the whole goal of this, right? Yeah. All right, let's see. He picked. If you can sort it all out. <sighs> was it Flacco versus the Bears up there at the top? No, they didn't play the Bears, and Flacco didn't play last week. You might yeah, be in the wrong no. week. Uh, that's week two. We have week three. So week three. Go. So there's the fuck that guy, Terrell's Trends, waiver wire ad. So he said Khalil Herbert versus the Giants. Yeah, that was, that was okay. the, Yeah, yeah. We so got the all streamer. That. So he said pack the Packers. Okay. Um, and he also said stream Mariota, which that worked yeah, out Yeah, that bad. was terrible. Uh, um, the Packers had guess, seven, so that wasn't terrible. That's not terrible. And who's his tight end? He doesn't have a tight end on here. Oh. Because he's got Ricky James, Traylon Burks. I think he just went off the cuff because um, he didn't know he was supposed oh, to have one. Well, so he's got Conk Daddy versus Philadelphia up here. So okay. there might have been a, a similar yeah. – Similar boat. So what? I mean, we still toasted the Packers. Nah, fuck that. Roast I, that motherfucker. Roast, he got toasted everywhere else. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. He, roast him. Yeah, he said play Mariota. Yeah. Mariota fuck shit his pants. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Lovingly, fuck that guy. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, what was it? Uh, gonna give you smooches. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> oh. D. Yeah. Fuck, fuck her gently. Yep. Or something? Yeah. Definitely. Anyway. There Guys, we're just trying to get you to the average place in your league, and if we did that, we did our job. So that's what we put on all this hard work and effort for. Lots so we hope that uh, it all is paying off for you. And if it is, let us know. And if it isn't, you can let Baker know. He says he wants to hear it. I, I don't want to cry, so. I don't mind. <laughs> he didn't I mind need a, crying. I need a good cry every once in a while anyway, so hit me up and uh, let me know. But uh, hope y'all are having a, uh, hope y'all are having a good fantasy season. Hope you have a good week out there. And we will talk to you 
hopefully Wednesday. Uh, I only say hopefully because um, I'm supposed to go down to, to uh, Panama again one either Wednesday Uh-oh. or Thursday. So Uh-oh. I got to sort it out. But either way, we'll hit we'll hit you up again at some point. Somebody will be here someday saying some things. It might be just me. It might be all of us. Who knows? <laughs> so uh, y'all be good out there. Later. Holla.